0: Hey y'all, and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply Podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I share my passion for all things motherhood, marriage, homemaking, homeschooling, and biblical womanhood, and all the things in between. My prayer is that when you listen to this podcast, that you feel encouraged and inspired to cultivate your own heart and home to pursue the goodness of God in all that you do. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. This week's episode is something that I consistently have to work on with the Lord, and that is bridling my speech. We are called to be bridled, and when we hear bridled, we think of that bit in a horse's mouth that kind of decides which way it's going to go, basically governing the direction of the horse. But one of the other definitions for bridled is to restrain, check, or control with or as if with a bridal and y'all let me be the first person to admit being bridled does not feel good sometimes especially at first and especially for those of us who are heavily opinionated and blunt it is vital though and it is biblical To be bridled is to simply be governed by sovereign authority. And for believers, for us as Christians, as children of God, that means we are directed and strongly influenced by the word of God and the leading of the Holy Spirit. This is an act of submission, y'all. This is an act of submission to the Lord. And this act, this submission, this level of self-sacrifice, because let's be honest, Self wants to constantly say what we want to say, say what we're thinking, all those things. This act of submission to the Lord becomes easier over time. I want to share an area that I struggle in being bridled in, and that is my thoughts. If someone hurts my feelings, if I'm disappointed in the church or in a fellow, a fellow brother or sister in Christ, my thoughts slip. And if I'm not diligent about them being bridled, they start to build resentment, bitterness, self-loathing, or even hatred. And those are things that I do not want to be in my soul. Those are things that are contrary to the way that the Lord made me to be. And so by bringing my thoughts into submission, by bridling my words and my thoughts, it is going to bring so much fruitfulness my life. And you'll notice that I'm saying my words and my thoughts. We are called to bridle our speech, but we also have self-talk. We also have that speech that goes on in our minds. Those thoughts that constantly play over and over again. So I'm going to go ahead and lump those all together now because our words, whether spoken verbally or processed internally, are what we are called to bridle. We are human and human interaction will produce opportunities to exercise the spiritual discipline of being bridled. Our emotions and our feelings are an indicator of any specific root causes or areas that we may notice to be stumbling blocks in our walk with the Lord and in our interactions with other people. Over the years we as a family have been blessed to serve in different capacities within the church itself. It's been beautiful. It's been rough. It has been just a roller coaster. It has revealed areas of submission. I did not know guys that I did not know that I was fighting. I have felt like I'm only as good as what I can do. I have felt like I'm a second thought. I have felt overlooked. I have felt overwhelmed. And I have wanted to speak my truth. I have wanted to just unleash the Kraken, if you will, and tell everybody how upset I am. And sometimes I've done that and I'm so thankful for forgiveness and repentance and the fact that the Lord will guide us into new layers with our relationships with other people. But y'all it's only when I sit with the Lord in those moments when that truth truly comes just roaring to the surface. And that's when I get to process those words, those moments and submit and quote unquote bridle that speech with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, not with my self guidance, not with any kind of motive or intention on my own end, but through truly laying them down at the foot of the cross and asking the Lord to show me any areas that I need to heal from any areas that I may need to repent in and just being willing to do what he guides me to do. When my thoughts are bridled, I know my identity in Christ and I serve out of love and not out of duty. I feel and I know that I am the beloved child of God and I'm not an afterthought. I feel seen. I feel treasured. I feel peace and I feel comfort in all circumstances, knowing the truth of my identity in Christ. Our thoughts are the words we choose to either bridle or not. It's a choice we are presented with every single day bridling our thoughts to christ leads us to forgive more easily it leads us to give grace more willingly and to reject shame and we cannot do it on our own y'all if we try we just get stuck in offense we get stuck in church hurt we get stuck in self-loathing we get stuck in lost identity when we submit our words and our thoughts to jesus christ we find life abounding and a secure foundation to live our life from. I am obsessed with hymns. I think that there is so much beauty, so much power, so much passion behind the different hymns that have been written throughout the years. And a, relatively modern hymn written in 1996 by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir is called Order My Steps. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. It is beautifully done. But I'm just going to read you a small portion from this hymn. "Bridle my tongue. Let my words edify. Let the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight. Take charge of my thoughts both day and night. Order my steps in your word. Please order my steps in your word this is a cry to christ to guide us this is a daily call for us to ask the lord to help us bridle our tongue to let our words be edifying to let our words be uplifting and full of life there are so many scriptures throughout the bible that speak about bridling our speech james 1:26 If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, his religion is useless and he deceives himself. Psalms 39.1 I said, I will guard my ways so that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle as long as the wicked are in my presence. Proverbs 15.4 The tongue that heals is a tree of life, but a devious tongue breaks the spirit. Ephesians 4 29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. There are so many scriptures that are calling us to watch our tongue to bridle our speech, to put our thoughts into submission to the will of the Holy Spirit. We are an example through our speech and the way that we live and the way that we think of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Every single thing we say ought to reflect and glorify God. Every single action that we do, every single thought that we have. And those that don't are not to make us feel shame, are not to sit there and make us feel like terrible Christians. It is an opportunity for us to run to the open arms of a loving father. Our God created us and knew that we would need him. And he's okay with us running to him. He wants us to run to him. And so when we do find ourselves struggling with bridling our speech, I pray that neither you nor I will sit there and ever question whether we can run to the arms of the Lord. Quite possibly the most well-known and powerful portion of the scriptures on this very topic is James 3, 1 through 12. Not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is mature, able also to control the whole body. Now, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we direct their bodies and consider ships. Though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder, wherever the will of the pilot directs. So, too, though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts great things. Consider how a small fire sets ablaze a large forest, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue, a world of unrighteousness, is placed among our members. It stains the whole body, sets the course of life on fire— and is itself set on fire by hell. Every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish is tamed and has been tamed by humankind, but no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. Does a spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Can a fig tree produce olives, my brothers and sisters, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a saltwater spring yield fresh water. The power of life and death is on our tongues, y'all. The way we speak about our Lord, the way we speak about others, the way we speak about ourselves. It can either bring life or bring death, and it is not through our own own efforts that we are able to tame the tongue, but it is through us laying it down. Like I have said, it is from us bringing it to Jesus Christ and saying, I can't do this, but I want to look and act and breathe and talk like you. This is all it is. And for some reason we get caught up thinking we have to tame it ourselves. Our flesh cannot be tamed by mortal ways. Our flesh can only be tamed by submission to the will of God. There is nothing you and I can do on our own with our own strength that will do and produce the same results that it will when we give it to the Lord. Jonathan Edwards, a well-known preacher and theologian from the 1700s, penned a number of his thoughts around this theme of bridling our speech. And they are definitely worth noting. And this is cited from Sereno E. Dwight's memoirs of Jonathan Edwards in the works of Jonathan Edwards. It was from 1834. It's just wow. Resolved never to say anything at all against anybody but when it is perfectly agreeable to the highest degree of christian honor and of love to mankind agreeable to the lowest humility and sense of my own faults and failings and agreeable to the golden rule often when i have said anything against anyone to bring it to and try it strictly by the test of this resolution a resolve in narrations, never to speak anything but the pure and simple verity, resolved never to speak evil of any except I have some particular good call to it. Let there be something of benevolence in all that I speak. Jonathan Edwards knew that everything that comes out of our mouth should bring life. I just think it is such a powerful tool that we have to bridle our speech y'all, and I know it's difficult. Like I know, <laughs> I try so hard to keep my mouth at bay, and it is so difficult. It really is, but like I said, we can't do this on on our own. We just have to simply submit. And so, whether you are like me and you are highly opinionated and you want to make sure all your thoughts are known, Like one of my favorite quotes is that one from Simon Cowell where he goes, "Uh, I only said what everybody else is thinking. While that might be relatable and it might be funny, it's not godly. It's not righteous. And so you may be in that other camp where you don't struggle with this, but maybe you struggle in your thought life. I just pray right now, Lord, that you would help bring our speech and our thoughts into submission, that the only things that would come flowing from our mouths would be that which reflects your nature and your character, that the thoughts that swim around constantly in our mind would be that of worship and praise and adoration for you, Father God. Lord, I thank you that we have the opportunity to continue to grow and glorify you in all that we do. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell and I wanna invite you to join me over on my socials. You can find me over on Instagram at, at Morgan Bartell. And if you're looking for a good weekly devotional, I invite you to visit dot com to sign up for my weekly Devo. You will receive a 10 minute or less devotional sent straight to your inbox every single Thursday morning. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.